What's up, everyone? This is Matt Vogt of The Lifestyle Practice, where, as you know, we help dentists like you break through the barriers that are holding you back, achieve your goals, and take your practice and life to the next level. We're not just podcasters, like we say all the time. Our main way we work with dentists like you is one-on-one to help you grow or create your very own lifestyle practice and craft the life that you deserve. Now, this is a very special episode because for the first time in close to a year or maybe even over a year, we have all four of the TLP gang here, Derek, Steve, and Justin as well. Say hello, gentlemen. Hey. hey. Hello, gentlemen. (laughs) So recently we were talking about doing more podcasts together not just as a full group, but with multiple members. And so today's episode is going to be one of those group chop sessions, as we've kind of called them together, with a good part of that being an update on where we're at here at the Lifestyle Practice. So we know a lot of you have followed TLP from the get-go and you're avid listeners of the podcast because you're in a growth mindset in your life and your practice, which means that you remember hearing the voices of Justin and I going back and forth every week and Steve and then Matt joining. Even before the podcast, you knew TLP as the brainchild of Justin. But lately, Justin, I know everybody's been wondering what you've been up to, and today's episode is going to be focused on that. So let's get into it and share. Justin, where you been? What is life looking for you like these days? Well, hello, everyone. It's good to talk to everybody again. Not you three guys. I talked to you, but everyone else who's listening. Let's just throw it out there. For those of you who don't know, which is likely almost everybody, as of February last year, I stepped down from TLP. I haven't been taking on any new clients. I've still been around in the background. I've still been working with the clients I had at that time and even still have some today that we're still going. But I've had the chance to kind of sit back and watch you guys continue to take it to the next level. I've got to smell the roses a little bit. It's been nice, nice change of pace. I've still been doing the real estate stuff for myself and for those dentists who have kind of started investing you know, from talks we've had on the podcast or stuff like that. But really, it's just chilling, kind of. I mean, I'm not just like, it's amazing how the job can expand to fill the time it's given. It's like, you would think I would have a lot of free time. I feel like I have no free time. But but it's been a a little bit different change of pace. I've even had a couple people in my life mention that I see more chill, which is the first time I've ever heard that in 45 years. So, well, 45 years later this month, not yet. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Been watching you guys take the reins and run, and it's, it's been cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a big announcement, big news, and it has really been quite a ride. I mean, you you started in I think it was 2017 TLP. Is that right? I think it was actually I don't remember. It's 2016. Yeah, I think it was 16. Yeah, so Jeez. solid several years and. I mean, let me be the first to say a big thank you from all of us and, and of course, all of the people at TLP. It's no secret that you've been a huge influence on so many of us. I mean, us three early in our careers. And then, you know, obviously we hit it off and became friends and coaches ourselves alongside with you. But on behalf of all of us and the clients that you've had, you have had a tremendous influence and an impact on the lives of so many people. Mm-hmm. And we thought it'd be cool today just to maybe take a walk down memory lane, Justin, and 
if you're up for it, maybe recounting from the beginning early on your vision for TLP and kind of how things began and how things just grew so much. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, would love to. I mean, it was crazy. I still remember coming up with the idea in 2016. I just went through the John Maxwell leadership training and knew I wanted to do something even before that. And that's why I went to that. But then I remember coming out, what am I going to do with this? And just brainstorming and finally coming up with the idea to start the dental coaching thing. And really it came from just the idea of like seeing how good life can be once you put in the hard work and your practice is really rolling and you've got, not that you've ever, you ever get it all figured out, obviously. Um, but you know, at that point practice was going good three days a week, eight to 10 weeks off a year, had plenty of money to do whatever we wanted and just wanting to share in that, you know, there becomes a point where you're like, man, this is great for me, but it really becomes more about, I want other people to feel this way too. As you were talking about having influence and stuff like that on you guys or clients or whatever, and I'm sure you guys probably feel this way. Like, I don't feel like that. Like, it definitely doesn't go to my head. I don't think it goes to your guys' head. Like, I feel like such a small part of you know, when I see clients succeed, I'm like, man, I didn't do that much, but you're really <laughs> killing it now after working together. So, you know, I appreciate it, but, you know, I know from being on both sides, you know, being a coaching client once upon a time to then being a coach, like a coach guides, but the coachee has to put in the work. And that first year, I mean, it was literally as I've, I think I've talked about a little bit on the podcast before and it's became a big part of my story and it's given me a lot of confidence going forward. But that year from coming up with the idea to doing the first launch in August of 2016 was probably one of the hardest years of my entire life. It was all in, I would go to work at my dental practice. I would come home, I'd hang out with the family for a couple hours, and then I'd work on TLP from 7, 8 o'clock at night till 12 or 1 o'clock at night, Groundhog Day. And then weekends, same thing. And it took a big toll on my marriage at that point. I still remember like Becca coming to me and being like, I'm scared. Like, we can't keep this up. And I remember, I still remember we were sitting having that talk. I was like, trust me, if this works, how I planned it in my mind, life will be even better on the other side. But I was like, we've got to go through this to get there. And she just, you know, kind of looked at me like, if you say so, buddy. <laughs> but we've readdressed that talk that we both remember after the fact. And she's like, you're right. You know, it did work out. You lucky dog that life was good. It got much better. She saw my enjoyment from it. So, yeah, it was tumultuous, but looking back, it was well worth it. You know, a lot of people told me I was nuts. You know, I had people, I still remember the guy who bought my first practice was fairly arrogant. And he saw one of my ads on Facebook and then sent me a, a really nice message, kind of like laughing at it, which is fine. I mean, thankfully, I've got broad shoulders. I'm fine with that. 
But it was ignorant. And, you know, there were other comments like, who are you to tell people? And I felt deep down, I felt the same way. Like, yeah, I had success, but who am I to tell other people how to be more successful and stuff? But kept with it like anything. And thank God it paid off and grew into something really awesome. That's such an awesome story, man. And you've told it to us, obviously, and, and maybe mentioned a little bit on the podcast. But as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking about all the people out there who go through a similar thing with their businesses and their practices. And we know it's a sacrifice. We're betting on ourselves. And I mean, what a bet to make on yourself to almost sacrifice the quality of your your family and your marriage for a period of time to say, you know what, I've got to do this right now to have the things I want to have later, which I mean, look at your life now. It's it's what you wanted, right? That's what you envisioned. I 100% pinch myself literally every day. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I, and I don't say that in a bragging or boastful way. I just feel grateful that it did work out. And I think TLP is a good testament to, like most things in life, to really get something special, whether it's your practice, your marriage, your family, any other type of business. Like, you have to go all in. As we talked about before, you have to burn the ships and take the island. And that's how I approached it. It was really sink or swim. I don't know if this is going to work, but this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to give it every ounce of energy and attention I have. And I'm going to fight tooth and nail to take the island at that point. And I still feel like that. And I think you guys are like that. And, I, you know, clients, I know a lot of people like that, where I feel like I look at them and I'm like, you could do anything you want, but you have to go all in in order to get there. One foot in, one foot out, whether it's your practice or anything else, it just in most cases that I've seen, does not get the results that going all in, burning the ships will get you. Justin, can I ask about like kind of the vision of TLP and the vision of your practice? We talk a lot about, you know, we have a lot of people who want to model after your practice and the practices we've built where you work three days a week, you took all that time off, you set it up to work very well for your patients and your team at the practice as well. But that had to have been really unique in the dental space at that point. Like, how did you come up with that and have the, I guess, have the foresight to say, yeah, I'm going to basically put myself out there and teach other dentists and help other dentists do this. And obviously you faced criticism too, that I, I couldn't imagine putting your, your stake in the ground and saying, all right, here's what I'm going to do. Like, can you tell us more about that? Cause I think that's such a cool aspect of this. Yeah, I think, you know, a big part of it, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, was just seeing how good life can be. You know, I had been on both sides like everybody. It wasn't like, oh, I bought my first practice and every day was sunshine and unicorns from that point out. But I saw, you know, I had to work my butt off just like all of you guys and everyone else listening in the beginning. You have to train your team and in some ways train your patients, not to bend to my will, but just there's a lot that goes into a successful practice. But I knew how good my life was in terms of lifestyle and schedule and income. And I really just wanted other people to taste that, that wanted it. Now I know there's a group of people that like that. You know, they like working hard and taking some time off, but there's others that still to this day, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're like, that's not my style. You know, I prefer to do it this way, you know, maybe work five days, but not as hard on those five days as you did those three days. Or I don't enjoy taking that much time off when I leave the office. I really enjoyed being there and working on. So it's different for everybody. 
what you're looking for. I think for me, one of the big telling things is we were working with people to help us set up the website and get the course online and all this stuff that I had zero clue how to run a Facebook ad or to put a course online. I mean, you log on to all the websites we all log on to every day and just like, oh, it's just there. But like you have to figure out how to make sure everybody gets a password and how do those passwords get assigned and how do they get mailed to people and all the little intricacies. It's crazy. So we had somebody we were working with helping us do that. And one thing that made me kind of confirmed, you know, what we were building and working towards was that originally TLP was going to be called TMD, the Millionaire Dentist. That was my original name, the original URL. That's what we were building at that time. And we got almost to the 11th hour and this guy was like, I don't feel like what you're teaching is that much about money. You know, it's not about becoming rich or about becoming a millionaire or whatever, which obviously a millionaire these days, even at that time, you know, it's not a billionaire. But, you know, he said, it seems like it's a lot more about lifestyle. And I was like, you know what? It really is. And he's like, I think you need to change the name. And it's like, at that point, you're like, we're getting ready to launch. We can't do that. And that's where we came up with the lifestyle practice at that time, which I felt encompassed what we're looking for. You know, we want the total package. We want the cake and eat it too at TOP. It's not all about just making all the money you possibly can. It's about how we use that money to then grow wealth and ultimately freedom to be able to do the things we want with the people we want to do and when we want to do it. And for me, that's our MO. I feel like that's still our MO. How people interpret that and use it in their lives, that's totally up to them. Totally didn't even know that. That's really interesting. Yeah. We might still own the URL. So like GoDaddy will send you updates once a year like, hey, such and such domain is getting ready to uh, update. It's always a good reminder. It's fun to look back and Honestly, I'm really thankful. Like, I still look back and, like, have nightmares about TLP. Like, I'm sure everyone has at times when you're, like, you're still in college. You're like, oh, crap, I haven't been to this class all semester, and I have a final or an hour. (laughs) I still feel that about TLP starting it up from the beginning. But it paid off. I wouldn't trade it. I have zero regrets in regards to how it went. Did I do everything perfect? No. But proofs in the pudding, I know there have been lives changed, and that's what I was going for, and I know what you guys go for. Can I ask a question? Sure, Derek. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Long-time listener, first-time question asker. I'll take my question (laughs) off the air. Go ahead, caller. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you sharing that. It's really interesting. I didn't know that story either until right now. And every year for me, the name of the lifestyle practice resonates and becomes a little bit more meaningful to me. And I'm just like forever grateful. The lifestyle practice has changed my life. You have impacted me and really changed my vision of what life could be. And our life is an accumulation of a lot of different influences and a lot of different events and things. But you are definitely one of those for me. And I genuinely, I will forever be grateful. The question that I would like to ask is, at this point in my life, I'm learning more and more about mindset and belief, limitations, 
and developing the vision of something and just the power of the mind and how, in my opinion, it trumps data. It trumps logistics and analytics. And it's very interesting for me. And there's times in my life, I remember in dental school, I felt like as I was going through the process, I felt like, oh, I'm a millionaire. I just haven't gotten to that time, that point in time yet. And that's almost what I'm hearing when you're talking about building TLP and like going through that process. I would really be interested in your thoughts on how did you develop that? As you look back, can you look at like different experiences or efforts that you made to develop that side of yourself where you could go from creating a vision to then believing it so much that there's like this very strong feeling or belief that like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. Like that conversation with you and Becca, it sounds like you're like, I can already see it. I'm there. Anyway, those are my thoughts. And I'm thinking, how did you develop that? Did that come naturally? Was there different experiences that you had in life where that kind of pushed you to, to develop that and continue to grow in that way? Yeah, it's a really interesting, good question, because I'm actually working on that now of how do I develop that with my children? You know, because we do our best, like, to not live, it's hard to explain, like, to not live to the extremes that we could live if we really wanted to, and that was important to us. But yet teach them, like, hey, we're pretty blessed, but you still have to work for things. Like, daddy's just not going to give you an open-ended check for college if you don't get good grades in high school, or you've got to go out and make your own way in the world. Yeah, dad's going to be here to help guide, but it's not an open checkbook. And I think part of what you were talking about, Derek, I think it comes from a couple different things, pivotal in my upbringing. And and also want to preface, like, it's still a work in progress, as you know. I look at hunting. Everybody knows I'm a big hunter. You know, I look back at like, at 20, I was like, I'm a good hunter. And then at 30, I look back and be like, I didn't know anything at 20. Now I'm a good hunter. Now at 45, I'm like, now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, even though I think I may know something about it, I know that in 10 years, I'm going to look back and be like, 45, you're still an idiot. So, and I still see that with life and the evolution of the thought process. But for me, I think to really narrow it down to a couple key things that were pivotal that I look back on. Number one was growing up, we weren't poor, but it'd be pushing it to call middle class. You know, like where I grew up, as I've talked about in the podcast before, like it was in the ghetto of the town that I live in, that I still live in. Like now it's a part, you know, it wasn't as bad 20, 30 years ago, but even now I'm like, when we go through that area and I'll show the kids the house I grew up in, like roll the windows up, lock the doors. <laughs> you know, as a kid, you don't really know that much, but I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't thinking like, oh man, I'm embarrassed to live in this part of town. I didn't know. I didn't care. But knowing that I didn't want to have to make decisions based upon income or, you know, like I have a friend who's like, I only want to be rich enough. So when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I can order a side of guacamole and not think about it. I never wanted to be that person. I knew from a young age, I never wanted to be that person that had to worry about, I don't need a Lambo, but I don't want to go to a restaurant and be like, oh, I can't get that, what I really want, because we don't have that money. Or I really want to go take that trip, but there's no way we could ever afford that trip. 
you know, partially it's not even for me, just for my family. I want them to be able to experience different things. The next, and this is going to sound simple, but it's, I still lean back on it. At 16, like every 16-year-old, I was hoping I was going to get a car. Didn't happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen. It'd be great if my parents would have, could have, whatever, but it wasn't, even though a lot of my friends had it. So I started my own lawn care business and I would bust my butt two or three days a week and I'd make 10 times what my other friends were working at McDonald's or bagging groceries, stuff like that. Two months before I turned 16, I had my nice Bronco 2 sitting in the driveway. You know, and I could work on my stereo system for two months before I even had it. And that was looking back, like silly as that sounds, like I knew I did that. I didn't sit back and wait for other people to come to my rescue. I did that. Next was getting into SLU and dental school. I have no, you know, no money in my family had graduated college. My dad was a hairdresser. My mom worked at GM. Nothing against that. But I knew I wanted more. There's nothing, you know, I never thought twice about it. But I knew I wanted more. I knew I wasn't as smart as a lot of people I was going, especially to slew with. There was a lot of smart kids that are pre-med and, like, never gotten below a 1,000% in their life. And working my way through that and able to get into dental school, that was a huge win for me that then gave me confidence. Flipping the house in dental school, everyone was talking about real estate it seemed back in the day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my loan money. I'm going to go buy a house. I'm going to flip it while I'm going through dental school. Stupid idea. That's incredible, but, man. That's so unbelievable. But, and I didn't make any money. I mean, I worked on it. You know, I'd go to school. I'd go work on my house. It was like 35 minutes away, maybe more. And I'd sit there by myself, paint, learn how to do stuff. And I'd come back and I'd study and again, Groundhog Day. And at the end of the day, I think I broke even, maybe made like $100. But I was like, you know what? I did that. Other people talk about it. I did it. And I learned a lot through that experience. The next was when I bought my second practice and it wasn't going well. And I had to make a call what I was going to do. How was I going to remedy that situation? So again, I burned the island, took the ships. I sold my first practice, which was my golden goose that I built up that was doing wonderful. And I, was, I jumped into that second practice. And I said, if it's going down, it's going down with me at the helm. And seeing that turnaround. So I think it was a, it was through failure in a lot of ways of things that didn't go, but fighting through to come out victorious on the other side that built that confidence along that way to build that mindset. I don't look back now and think about, the wins necessarily. I can't remember those days that I produced a ginormous amount for me at that time. It really all stems from the adversity and how I work through that to come out better on the other side that shaped me more than anything along the way. Such a cool story. As I'm listening to that, Justin, where do you feel like that mindset came from? It's almost like your mindset throughout life has been, I'm going to go get this and I might, I might fail, but I'm, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to go get it. Was that instilled in you from your parents? Was that something that just kind of happened? Where did that come from, from what you think? I don't know. I think kind of going back, as I alluded to at the beginning of that story, I just was sharing just knowing I wanted more from an early age. I don't know why. You know, I wasn't like, 
young and like, oh, man, we're poor. This sucks. I didn't know. But there was something that in me that's like, I want more. My parents always believed in me. I have great parents. I was always loved. I was always supported, which is way more, I think, for children than money or car or nicer house can provide. So it was nice to always know that I had people in my corner. It's like, hey, we may not be able to do this for you, but we support you 100%. And other than that, I don't know. It's definitely a blessing and a curse in a lot of ways. I was taking a walk with my wife yesterday, and we were kind of talking about that. I was like, some days you almost wish you could turn it off because it's also tiring sometimes. And I think I see that a lot with my best clients. It's not like you rise to a certain level and then you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm just going to chill. Whatever is inside them that got them there is what keeps propelling you on. So I don't know 100%, but I just know from a young age, I knew I wanted more than I had growing up for my family as they grew up. Yeah. And like when you get out of practice and you're focused on TLP and then you're stepping back from TLP, you're getting involved in something else like that energy just goes, (laughs) it feels like it goes somewhere else. We all are that way in some type of way. And I'm sure a lot of, well, I know a lot of our listeners are that way too. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's just so cool to hear. To get back a little bit to coaching and and TLP, and I think this is going to be just an awesome thing to have this episode for everyone to hear and reference back to, to kind of know what TLP is all about and where it came from. But what were some of your favorite experiences in coaching? And I'm sure there's some clients and situations, both good and I guess maybe difficult that stick out in your mind. Like talk a little bit about some of those memorable moments, because I'm sure you look back and take a lot of, I guess, pride is not the right word, but like, you know, a lot of uh, satisfaction in what you've built and the people you've worked with. Yeah. As a preface, I don't ever, i like to think it doesn't go to my head. When I see you guys or clients or anybody else doing good, I'm not like, oh man, I did that for them. Um, like that never crosses my mind. I like just to be a small, as I always tell my clients at the end, thanks for letting me be a small part of your journey. Because at the end, I know that's all I was. You know, I'd say from top moments, I think everyone, like when you're evaluating people, when we all evaluate people, like we all have a hierarchy of things that we deem most important. For me, it's doing what you say you're going to do. Like for me, that's super big. I hate arrogance, you know, like on a list of qualities that to me, it would be like at the very bottom which grosses me out in people and doing what you say you're going to do would be at the very top. So I think one of them, and this isn't to blow smoke at you guys, but it's just the truth, especially like with Derek, Derek was one of my first three clients and then Steve coming on after that. And then also you, Matt, where I remember telling Derek and Steve, like my goal is for you guys to get where I was before I got there. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I was able to walk away at 37, 38. And my goal was for them because they put their their faith in me and they casted their lot with me in TLP. My goal was for them to get there way before I did. And obviously Derek being able to sell his practice and walk away this year was nothing for me, but just excited for him. And as all you guys came on, This is fairly candid and vulnerable, but we were concerned, what if Justin left? What would TLP if Justin just set it up and date? You guys are part of it now, but I'm out. 
And, you know, as I mentioned, as I told everybody, but really proof on the pudding, like, I would never do that to you. Even when we got in a fight and we hated each other, I'm, I wouldn't leave you because you trusted me to join this. And I wanted to perform and I wanted to be good for all of you guys. Same thing with clients. You know, I think most rewarding, I'm not going to pick out favorites, um, but really anytime I saw that light switch eureka moment where Docs either had their best month ever or just that moment, it's always different for different people, but seeing that light bulb switch like, wow, this worked. Wow, I did what we discussed and it really did work. And now I know like, the world is my oyster. I can go do it way more than I have up until this point. So that was always my most exciting moment working with each client. And then I really enjoyed, like I still, just this last week, I got a text or email from a client that's like, hey, remember me? I just wanted to tell you thanks. Like I'm not expecting it. I don't do it for, oh, don't forget to thank me down the road. But hearing like this is where I was when we started and this is where I'm at now. And this is how far you've even grown from where we quit working together. For me is, you know, like I read that email three or four times this week, just because I love to see that when it all comes together and it pays off. And I know someone's life was changed and the time that we spent together had at least a little impact to help get them there. Those were all my most rewarding moments. That's really cool. That really kind of summarizes, I think, the satisfaction and joy of coaching and mentoring. And you've coached probably hundreds of dentists over the last several years. Maybe it'd be cool for our listeners if, I mean, if you've seen the whole spectrum from people you've worked with, you know, those, those people you just described. Could you maybe like boil down to an attribute or two what are those things that really separates some doctors, the really extraordinary performers from, I guess, the average or the median? What separates them? In my opinion, putting it all together and boiling it down to what I have seen work the best and what the most successful do is, number one, being quick to put what we discuss into action. Meaning like, you know, we have our coaching calls. We're like, hey, this is the steps we agreed that need to be taken next. Or these are the conversations that need to be had in order to remedy this situation. And we get off the phone and then within a week, it's like, I did it. What else you got for me? There are times where I'm like, we try to leave our clients with a list of action items to focus on. And there are times that you talk a month later and it's like, well, I got one of those five done. Or I got two of those five done. There may be some progress, but it's slow. And when progress is so slow, it's hard to see that evolution and be energized and be engaged and be excited about the future. The ones who went out and attacked it were, even if they didn't want to, I mean, most of us don't want to do those things. It's the hard things that separate us. But being willing to go and do those hard things and have those hard conversations a lot of times with their team and holding their feet to the fire and accountable Next, and it kind of goes hand in hand, but a willingness to put in the work, thinking you're going to get 100% results off 50% effort is never going to happen. As I've talked before about the notebooks I had, you know, when we moved houses a couple of years ago, 
and I found all my own notebooks of writing conversations with patients, mock conversations. You know, I suggest they need this. How do I say it in the best way? And what if they say this? What if they give this rebuttal or whatever? How am I going to respond to it and practicing that over and over to increase my case acceptance? Like, no one wants to do that. Nobody wants to put in that work. No one looks, wakes up and be like, oh, this sounds like a lot of fun. This is what I'm going to do today. But the willingness to put in that work, the hard work, and the secret is if you put in enough hard work in the beginning, you don't have to do it forever. Eventually, you reach a point where things become easier. Not that it's never not work, but it does get easier if you're willing to put an extraordinary amount of work in in the beginning. And that's why I'm saying I always tell folks, do it while you're young. The earlier you do it, the more you're going to get from it, the more years you get to enjoy the spoils from it. Reminds me of the Tony Dungy quote, success isn't common, therefore not to be enjoyed by the common man. And that's true. Success is elusive, but it's able to be found. But it's usually through those doors or through those actions that you least want to take is where it's hiding. The obstacle is the way, right? Yep, exactly. (laughs) It's interesting as I listen to you talk about it, a big idea from that is basically, basically the idea of compound interest. The earlier you invest, the longer you are able to experience the growth. You talked about that client earlier that you heard from, it's been X amount of time. And I think that's what's so cool about coaching is that this whole idea I don't know that I had ever heard the principle of front-loading the process until working with you and until TLP Academy. And Mm -hmm. same here. That has completely changed the way that I approach life. Anytime when I am looking at growing in some way or implementing something new in my life, I think of that principle of front-loading the process. I see how, because I put in the time early on, you know, in high school, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that was like, that just totally flipped the switch for me. And that is the idea of front-loading the process. You know, like I saw it in different ways, but I never heard the terminology and never had it explained to me as clearly or or had a picture painted as clearly as as you did in that regard. And I think when I'm talking with clients, you know, and people that are thinking about the coaching, you know, that's something that I often talk about is that, hey, look, we're going to make this a big ROI from day one. You know, you spend a few thousand bucks a month on coaching, you're going to be making 10 to 20,000 bucks more per month from the beginning. So it's, it's such an easy ROI even in the beginning. But the amazing thing about it is that year two, when we're not working together anymore, you put in the time and the work to put yourself in a position where you're profiting more. And year two, that's still paying you back. And it's paying you back even more than it did in year one. And the same with year three. It's such an incredible process. Yep. Yes. And not just the effect of your actions, but then we talk a lot about personal finance and passive income and what do we do with that success and the money a lot of the time that comes with it. And then that compounds, right? Like that compounds itself in whatever you decide to do with it. So it's just constantly compounding, but you got to do it up front. You have to. 
there's no other way. It just doesn't happen. No. The other quick thought is as you're talking about putting in the work, taking quick action and stuff like that. And in my opinion, yeah, it gets you results. And, you know, that's what leads to more freedom in life and all those kinds of things. But I am willing to have that be part of my life just for the amount of fulfillment that it brings me. Even if you told me like, hey, you're not going to get any additional results by putting in extra action earlier and stuff like that. I would still do it because I enjoy the process. I enjoy living life that way. It makes me enjoy every minute of the day more when I'm taking action and, and pushing through things when I'm intentionally facing and running towards obstacles rather than trying to skirt around them. It just completely changes the way that you feel about life. And I think that in and of itself is a big reason to approach life that way. It's the journey where the growth comes from, not easiness. So it's interesting, Justin, that you say it's the journey, you know, and I've felt that recently, like the acknowledgement, the realization that there is no destination, it's all journey. So that being said, how has that changed your perspective on things? Like you've been so goal-driven and, and reaching things and continually up-leveling your life in different ways. So what does that look like for you? The same as selling your practice and then going into TLP. And then in the last year, exiting TLP and, and going into this new world. What does that look like for you and what does it mean? Honestly, I'm still figuring that out. I knew it was time, but from here... It's kind of exciting, you know, just like I sold my practice, like I knew I was going to do TLP, but I knew it would open other avenues and doors and time to allow other things to come in. Same thing right now. I know some things I'm going to do, you know, like things I want to do with my kids, little health things. I'm still going to be doing the real estate stuff that I started with folks in this group. So, and that's been bringing me a lot of joy as far as it doesn't feel like a job, but as just a challenger, a new excitement to help see people grow in a different arena outside of dentistry. So that's been exciting. I'm going to keep doing that. But from here, I'm open. I'm excited. I'm not looking for anything, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not like, oh, what? I got to figure out what to do. Got to figure out what to do. I'm excited just to let it come. You know, because I was running hard, you know, for a long time, I was the only one that didn't have a practice along with coaching. So I was able to take on more clients and I had a tough time saying no to folks when they would want to do coaching, even though, like, oh, you know, it became a pretty full-time job there for a while, which I loved, but I'm not going to lie. It's also going to be nice to have some of that time back now. I don't know exactly where life's going to take me from here. What has made it tremendously more easy is knowing that TOP is in capable hands with you guys. I've seen it grow even since I've kind of stepped, slipped away into the background beginning of last year. I think the new trajectory is what it, I think it was time for TLP and our clients to let some new fresh air come in be uh, breathed into it. So that's been exciting to watch. You guys have made the transition on me easy. As we all know, if you sold a practice, like there's this thing where people get butthurt on your team, at least for me. And 
you know, it's like, even though they understand all the reasons why you did it, it's easy for them to feel like it was a shot at them or you're leaving them or what have you. And you guys could have been like that, but you weren't. And I really appreciated that. You guys have made the transition on me easy and I'll forever be grateful for that. And also I would have never been able to walk away had I not felt like it was in capable hands. And looking back, it's, I believe in most things in life, everything happens for a reason. And you look back and I'm like, wow, that really progressed nicely with Derek coming on and then Steve coming on and then Matt coming on. We didn't all know at the time, but now I look back and I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool how that worked. But just like I said, I believe strongly in doing what you say you're going to do to be a man of your word. And it would have been really hard to walk away from all the people that I know could benefit from what you guys have to give if you guys weren't there. It would have been tough to leave a void. Not that everybody wants it, not that everybody needs it, but for those that do, I think it needs to be there. And I know you guys, I know other coaching programs in dentistry, and I know I can hold my head up high knowing I was part of this group. I know everybody's hearts, I feel like, in this group. I know the dedication that you guys have to our clients and listeners. And I know that you guys, you make some money in coaching, but you don't do it for the money. Like it's not enough money to make it worth to do it. Like you're not going to become rich. I'm not saying we're poor, I'm not saying coaching doesn't cost something, but it has to be more than that. And I know for each of you guys that it's more than that. And I know that people will continue to reap those rewards for years and years to come if they're smart enough to take advantage of it. So I hope people continue to take advantage of it because it definitely has the power to change your life. And I know that these guys care about each of you who are listening. Is it always perfect? No. Is it always a perfect fit? Whatever. No, it's still life. But I can honestly and truly say that I know where their interest lies. I know their hearts behind it. And when I talk to them, it's how can we help these people better than we already are or that we already have been? What can we do to make it better? So thank you guys. Thank you, Justin. I mean, I think, you know, Matt and Steve, I'm sure would be behind me. I mean, like I said, for me personally, you've definitely significantly impacted my life. I'm forever grateful. And I think there's a lot of people listening that feel the same way. It is really fun to create an atmosphere of a win-win situation. And it's also been a lot of fun over the last year as you've transitioned out. Matt has brought this new perspective into TLP. And all four of us are people that are relatively strong-headed. We're solo owners. And then you throw us together in a pot and make us partners. And, you know, there's definitely challenges that are associated with that. But we have a new type of energy and synergy in the relationship. And it's been really exciting. I mean, even for me, just going through a lot of changes in my life, it's been a lot of fun to experience those things, to spend time together, getting to know each other, redefining our vision of what TLP is and what does coaching look like? What do all these things look like? So many thanks and we're happy to keep moving forward and just kind of blow the lid off of things. Yeah. I'm excited to watch. 
Yeah, amen to that, Derek. And I'd also just like to say, Justin, a big thank you for what you've done for TLP, what you've done for me personally. As we prepared for this podcast, I've kind of thought a little bit about your influence and what it was about you that meant so much to me and so many people. I've been recently thinking about the power of words, the language we use, the emphasis and feeling behind the words we say. And I remember from early on, I've just listened to a lot of you. I've listened to your podcast. I listened to you when we first did calls. And I had a client last year and talking about some of your podcasts. And he said, he just summed it up so well. He said, there's just something about the way he talks that just motivates me. I just get pumped up. And I was like, yeah, you described it so well. I mean, you say you're not a chill guy, but you definitely come across as a very chill, relaxed, confident person. But the emphasis and power in your words has just been very motivating for me. And I know they are for other dentists. I think, you know, we've done almost 200 podcasts. This is going to be a little library for people, even as you step away from TLP and pursue new interests in your life. I think there's going to be a little library of powerful words and lessons that people can draw on, even as you're in the different stage of your life. It's been a real treasure for me to have that. And I I know it will be for other dentists going forward too. So yeah, man, thanks. It's been awesome. I'm excited to see what you do and keep in touch, of course. But thanks for all you've done for TLP. Thank you. Yeah, Justin, I like as we've been doing this podcast and even preparing, I'm so grateful to you for not just our time coaching one on one, but just for like just your influence on my life. Like it is so true that the people you associate closest with, you know, they say the five people, but it's like the people you associate closest with are the ones that have the biggest influence on your life. And like, I look back on our coaching relationship. It was such a leap of faith. I remember just, we hadn't even talked before that. I remember just signing up on one of the launches and you're like, Oh, cool, man. Like I love when you just get started like that. Like, let's do it. I have the emails. I I look back on our emails like regularly. And I did before this podcast and like, I realized over that time working together and just over the years, like you were a true role model in my life, just from what you did in your business, how you conducted yourself, how you were as a person and like how you viewed your team and your patients and everybody in your life. I realized like you became a role model for me. And like I said, I'm so grateful because it wasn't just that year of working together. Like Derek was talking about, it was like, I feel like you set me on a path of self-discovery, a path of growth, a path of always trying to improve and be better at whatever I'm doing. And I see that not just in my practice, but my life and my amateur golf stuff and, and everything I'm trying to do, my family. Now I want that for the people I work with. And it's so true. Until you experience that success, it's like, I see so much of you and me now. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, I couldn't be more thankful. Your influence on starting TLP and going through that heartache, like it's something that we're all indebted to you for. And, and I, I'm just, I'm just so thankful. And I know you've had such great influence. You're a humble guy, but I, I know that you've changed lives. And that's really like Derek said, what we're doing going forward and the vision that we have, it's it's to change lives and it's to help improve the lives of others. So I know I'm just kind of rambling on, but thank you so much, man. Seriously, couldn't be more appreciative of everything. Thank you guys for all the kind words, the finality of it, you know, like 
haven't ever felt like, oh, I'm out of TLP because I knew like still got a few clients. So still kind of got the foot in. I knew we had this podcast at some point, didn't know when it would come, but I knew it would come. And the finality of it is just starting to, to hit a little bit. But thank you guys. You know, I want to say a really special thanks to all the listeners all previous clients, all the people who never signed up for anything but just listened or told somebody else about TLP or without you guys, it wouldn't have happened. The dream would have went nowhere. So I am truly, truly grateful for each and every one of you who have been a part of TLP, who just listen and never say anything, whatever. Thank you very much. And I, you know, I want to point out going forward, a shameless plug just for these guys. Like I'd have to imagine, you know, I've seen a lot of businesses come and go over the past 20 years or so. And it's kind of awkward saying because a lot of it was about me. But having a send-off like this or the relationships or the respect between partners to be able to grow together. And honestly, like, I'm trying to rack my brain thinking, but have we always agreed on everything? No, but I would never say we've ever had a disagreement or a fight or a bad word to say about each other. You know, we have each other's backs and just to be able to navigate through sensitive situations in business and to be able to walk away from it like I feel like we are, I am, it doesn't happen every day. It's not the norm in today's society and world. So that is a kudos to you guys and so everyone else can see the character that is truly at work here. So my final thanks. Thanks to you guys for your support, throwing your lots in with me to grow TLP. You didn't have to. I know you took a leap of faith, and I hope it continues to go very, very well for you. And to all the listeners and past clients, thank you so much. You made my dreams come true and uh, forever be grateful. So cool, Justin. So if people want to reach out, obviously, former clients, people have listened, You know, people just want to say, hey, what do they need to do to do that? Good luck finding me. That's all I have to say. No. <laughs> Off the grid. <laughs> My email, I mean, justin at the lifestylepractice.com is still active. And, you know, every time I finish up with the client, I let them know that, hey, I'm still in your corner. Even if you're not paying me, if something comes up, you reach out. I'm here for you. It's not like I'm truly going anywhere. I'm just not going to be moving forward as much as you guys are. But I'm still here. If someone needs something, has a question, or just wants to say hi, I'll still be around. But yeah, I'm not that hard to find. Awesome. Anything else from from you guys? I can't wait for this. This episode is going to be such a great, such a great addition to the library podcast. But anything else from you all before we wrap up? I just want to hear Justin say peace one last time. <laughs> I'm <laughs> going right. to throw that out there hard. All right. all right. Wait for it. Wait for it here. All right, Justin, get ready. Here's the outro. So as you all know, if you've got any questions for us or if you'd like to talk about working together, you know how to reach us. Check us out on our website, lifestylepractice.com. You can email us, any of us, Matt, Derek, Steve, Justin, at thelifestylepractice.com or request to join our private Facebook group, TLP Podcast, and get to discussing what's on your mind. Here we go, Justin. We're so excited for what's in store. We'll talk to you all again very soon. Cheers. Peace.